99 drinks still left to go Welcome all in and enjoy the show It's me though with E, I'm the host You know, so sit back, relax, grab a snack and let's go What's going on? What's good? No my hired and my welcome in. If this is your first time listening, you've found the 99 Dreams podcast. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. I'm your host, Adawiti. Thanks for listening today. Thanks for being here. We really do appreciate you. So today I don't actually have a special guest. It's just it's just me on my own. Uh, so sorry guys, he's going to put up with me today. But in the past few weeks, I've been flying back and forth um, from New Plymouth to Dunedin. And I've had a lot of time to sit on a plane and think. And I thought this probably could be a decent podcast episode. And it was, it's was it been hard to try to find the right guest to explore this with. So I was going to roll with it. And I can always touch on this when I get the right person in or if someone else who comes on the show wants to dive in and discuss this a little bit more. And by the way, always looking for more people to jump on the show. If you're keen, let me know. Hit me up. Um, so, yeah, welcome back. This is the 99 Dreams podcast. I'm Rawuri. And today I think I'm going to share with you a couple of stories. And we're going to talk about the importance of relationships, uh, like friendships, business relationships, all that kind of stuff. We're going to talk about how important it is to be genuine in yourself and to make sure that your friends are, are genuine as well. So this first story takes me back to Wellington, back in my NZIS days. It was a, uh, a very long night. We, I can't even remember what we did that night. That, that's, this is where this kind of story goes. So I have no idea what we did that night. All I know is I ended up getting locked out of my flat. So I slept on top of a car. It was my mate's car. He was parked outside our house. So I slept on top of the car. It was too cold. So then like, I kind of grabbed whatever I could. There was like some plant leaves. So I had those to lay up between me and the concrete. And like, I went hard up against the wheel of this car. And it was, it was a freezing ass night. I was not keen, but I don't know. I was just too drunk. And now it, the sun had rose and I'm like, shit, waking up. It's still locked. It's still way too early to be like trying to break into this house. So I was like, oh man, let's just try wander somewhere. Hope something's open. So like I stumble my way down to Macca's. Macca's is open. So I'm like, oh yeah, I'll just try to warm up in here, grab a hot chocolate. And it's all good. I kill some time in there. My phone's dead because we've been on it all night. Um, and then I mesh down to... I can't remember where I actually got the butter chicken from, but I, I had a plate of butter chicken and I was mishing it all the way over to Thornden. So I'd come from like the basin area um, and walked all the way over to Thornden area, uh, knock on the bro's door. I'm like still in my clothes from the night before. I'm dusty as fuck. All the boys are there and I've just got this, plate of butter chicken man and the bird opens the door and he's like bro what the fuck are you doing here what happened to you man and they just open up the door 
uh, invited me. And this is the first time, by the way, this is his place. Uh, I can't even remember who was all there. I think like NT was there, Simon was there, Trevette was there. I don't know if Ricky and all them were still there. I don't, I don't know what the event was, but I just remember there was a whole bunch of people there. Um, fuck this and i'm just walking in i'm like shit bro i see the place to crash and he's like bro all goods come on in and they're like what happened i was like dog i didn't even know like we were on i got lost i might have even been kicked out of this place i think that was the night i got kicked out of this place but that's a whole other story for a whole other time but anyway i'm in there they got mattresses all in the living room all the boys are playing the game watching movies and shit like this so i'm just like yeah everyone's like bro what the fuck i'm like bro i don't even know man like it's a thing it really was a thing so i just like got in the bed chucked the blankets on i was like yeah warmth <laughs> that's the stupidest thing ever note to self like don't ever try and sleep outside just knock on the door till someone like comes to the door it'll be fine no one's gonna get that mad you're drunk it's it's a, it was a night to remember or one to forget, depending on how you want to look at it. So there's that, man. Just that, that Uffy, that support that I got when I got there. I was just like, yo, my guy. And now fast forward to today, I can still rock up to the same people. And like, if I'm in that state, they'd probably be a little bit concerned, but they'll still open the door and let me on and arms wide open. Uh, even after all these years and, that, that, that's true man like uh just recently i went and caught up with ty ricky martin and all their partners down in wellington but then i also brought so those are all my nzis boys but then i brought um some of my university boys that also live in like the wellington Altucky region and we went down to this house warming so that was the vibe and it's just crack up how you can bring two different groups of people that you well not two different groups we're all similar minded people but just from two different eras of my life anyway into the same room and it was just like vibes it was it was it was on from the get-go we had a great time <laughs> and the funny thing is about this particular group of friends that i took which was jerry um benja who else did we take we took Bowden, and then we met up with Ty, Ricky, Martine, Harris was there. We met a few other people there as well, which it was it was actually a good time. But what's crack up is that some of those people in that group already knew each other. So like Harris and Benjamin knew each other from their powerlifting days. Um, Ty is who he is. He's he's high energy all the time. But what I love about that group of friends is that it's Fano, wherever we go it's Fano, no matter where you are in your life and another instance of this was the 2020 covid lockdown here in new zealand um i was living by myself in this flat the situation was a bit weird um it was all good though i had all all those boys that i just said we just jammed the game together throughout the entire of lockdown pretty much we're jamming gta we're running heist till about 5 a.m every day shit got crazy we're spending way too much time on that game <laughs> but one of the biggest uh like the most 
meaningful things that occurred during that time was I think when we got to level three, after level four, you're allowed to expand your bubble a little bit. And so Benja and his flat with Tarina and Chels, they extended um, the reach out to me. So I was able to go over there, kick it with them and, you know, chill with some real humans for a little bit. <laughs> I mean, that was, yeah, that was awesome. And, you know, I met these ones, you know, Ben, Tarina and Chels through university. I met Ben through Pema uh, 2017. Uh, briefly met Tarina that year too, because she did a couple of things with Pema and the 104 law, same with Chels, I think. But I didn't really get to know them until about 2019, 2020, when I moved into Um, And yeah, that... That friendship is great, you know, having the bro just be like, yo, come through. It's all goods, man. Come chill with some, you know, some real peeps instead of just hanging out on the video game all the time. Come meet face to face. So I'd go around there, would catch up, would have a few beers. I'd crash there the night and then I'd shoot off back to the, to the apartment the next day. And then we've got the likes of uh, Jerry. You guys remember Jerry, man, me and that guy, uh, and Caleb, we went, we went through some, uh, some hardship in 2019. That, that, that's a story I was going to say for when Jerry gets here, but we'll, we'll elaborate that on a little bit more once Jerry jumps on to an episode. <laughs> so as you guys know, like me and Jerry, we met, uh, in our first year of PE at PEO week, along with Mitch. Um, along with Sam, uh, Ash, Charles, the list goes on, man. There's a lot of people in PE that we met that first week, but, um, with Jerry, we moved in together in 2019. We flatted together alongside Caleb and man, that flat was the flat from hell. That motherfucker's flat sucked. It was like, there was dog shit everywhere. There was just, um, it was just a whole thing, but this isn't where we're going with that. We're, we're going to a time where we used to like, because we were in a shit situation and there was so much going on, somewhere in the background there was someone taking money, so we weren't able to afford power and shit like that because someone was stealing money from the account somewhere. It was a whole thing. So we don't have power in this house anymore. <laughs> and we tried staying there. We really did, but we had to. Uh, we had to end up sleepy at the PE school or anyone else's house that would take us in. But we spent, I think it was like maybe a month or two sleeping at the PE school or the PE building anyway, whatever it's called now. I don't even know. No one knows. But we were sleeping there. Uh, would just study there all day and into the night. And Mike, the cleaner, I think he knew we were staying there. Um, the boys definitely knew, like Benja, Tukoirangi, they knew that we were staying there. But we weren't too sure who else knew, because we try to be slick with it. We'd be like, oh, yo, sweet-ass boys, that's us. We'll get up at 5 a.m. before anyone else gets here. We'll pack up all our shit so it doesn't look like we're staying here. Uh, and then we'll just we'll go back to our flat, have a proper like nap there, and then we'll come in at a regular time. And so that's what we did, like, every day. We'd stay there late because we had no power no wi-fi so we'd just scroll on 
I don't know, Facebook and Instagram back then. I don't think there was TikTok back then. Uh, man, if there was, pff, I would definitely not be doing like a postgrad today because TikTok would have consumed my damn life. But anyway, so we were doing that on the daily, man. Like we went through some struggles. And what I'm getting at here is when you're coming to the end of university and you've got your mates that you think are your ride or dies or your like your homies forever just make sure that you've gone through some shit together and come out on the other side otherwise you may not be homies by the end of you know your first year moving out of university um i know with a lot of my friends from NZIS whenever i reach out to them they're always messaging back when they can but they still like get back to me which is amazing you know i haven't seen a lot of them for like maybe five years you know and it always amazes me how ready they are to support whatever i do and i'm always there to support whatever they do and it's very humbling and also a little bit sad because you're like man remember all those times that we used to have like the stories I shared with you just before, that that was like a regular thing, you know. Um, going to Ty's house or sleeping at PE school or, you know, getting looked after by other people for different reasons, you know. It's very humbling but also very reassuring um, that anywhere you go, these people will always have your back. It is a testament to their character more so than yourself. You know, these people have help me go above and beyond like whenever i need a place to crash on my way back up from dunedin to new plymouth uh, in the summer i normally stay with ty uh, i remember this one time i was like to the boys yo i'm coming back up i'll stay in wellies with yous uh is it all good he's got a spare room rick's like yeah g keen ass got you and then I think it was like a week or two before I'm like, boys, don't forget I'm still coming up. Uh, is it all good to still crash there? And then Rick's like, oh, shit, gee, forgot to tell you. I'm out of town that weekend, but you can crash at ties. And the bro tie, I felt sorry for him for that moment too because he was living in an apartment with his missus. So it was just a one-bedroom apartment, right? All I got is their bed, the like shower, toilet, and a couch. So I'm like, brother, the couch will do, my man. It's better than nothing. No, I just wanted to catch up with the boys, see how they're all doing. That's <laughs> a shit. That was, yeah, that was a stitch up from the bro Rick. But it's, you know, it's that kind of thing that anytime you're there or near, they've always got your back. And those are some of the relationships that you form and you build at university or at uh, NZIS or at high school. Those are the relationships that you make sure that you want to maintain in your life because with those people on, on your side, man, you can move mountains. Nothing is impossible, really. Like, you come out of something, you still want to have them by your side, hopefully. You know, you don't want to be a dick cunt to them. But what I'm getting at here is, it's going to be tough when you finally leave high school or university. You're not going to have those same friends around and, you know, they're going to build a life outside of what you remember. Um, another great example is my cousins. Man, we're tight ass. We 
used to always hang out when we were kids or pretty much all of us were inseparable. Like one of us would always be at one of each other's houses at some point during that week. Like whether it's everyone's over at um, Auntie Sally's and Uncle Dallas's place or everyone's down by Uriah and Nanny Kath or everyone's in town at Haurals or we're all hanging out with Hamid. It's, it's, it's been a vibe and it was always, we're always tight like that. We still are. The only difference is now our priorities have changed. You know, almost all of my cousins have kids now. Um, and so they can't do the dumb shit that I do now because <laughs> they've all got kids. They've all got to make sure that they get home at a reasonable hour because they've got fucking responsibilities. I don't have that kind of responsibility. So I'm always like, nah, just chill with me. Let's go. That's us. We're on. Drink more. Fuck. Stay longer. It's only midnight, bud. Why are you going home? Because <laughs> they got kids, man. They got responsibilities. They have a life. They're not a student or they're not coming off just being a student, you know? So that's one of the hardest things I've had to transition to coming back home, you know, being down in Dunedin almost every week. It's far. Is that us? Should we go for a beer? Yeah. And then, you know, one beer turns into two beers, turns into a box, turns into town, turns into kick-ons, turns into you know, a couple day bender. Holy shit. You know, before you know it, you're fucked. Your body's breaking down like, ah, I'm sick now because of this fucking bender. It's all that kind of shit. But hey, I'm sorry for the language. It's, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. This is who I am. I'm not trying to be fake. But um, yeah, it's understanding that over time people grow, people evolve, and people's responsibilities grow. And I know... Well, I'm just speaking from my experience. I know that, you know, being at university, you think, oh, man, nothing's going to change. Like, the boys are still going to be on. We still want to be like this. We still want to be like that. And for some people, they still can't. You know, they've got their shit together so they can manage all their responsibilities and still live up to expectations. Where, you know, some people have outgrown that lifestyle. They're not, you know, fucking two box deep anymore. They are more mature with how they approach drinking. They don't drink every day of the week because we can't. They slow down. They tell you, no, not tonight. My birthday's tomorrow, so we'll go hard tomorrow. And they fold both nights. (laughs) So your expectations of what your friends used to be has to kind of change a little bit because you've been in a different environment. They've been in a different environment. And although you remember your friendship being one way, over time it's always going to change and grow and evolve because we're not static people. We don't stay stagnant. We're always constantly growing, learning, evolving, developing, and you know, hopefully becoming better people. And so <laughs> this is my advice to you guys who are finishing any type of you know, university whether it be undergrad, postgrad, whatever, people have changed. And so my advice to you is when you guys link back up, don't have expectations of how this used to be, you know, like, oh, remember in second year, bro, oh, we used to crush shots, we used to do lines, we used to smack back boxes, hit town, then we'll hit on kick-ons, and then we'll have a Sunday sesh, and then we'll fuck Monday classes, we'll have a Monday sesh, relax for the rest of the week and then we'll just chill out you know because that's not the reality for most people anymore people have jobs people have to go to work people actually like have a life now and so 
your expectations really need to change. But that's okay. That's okay. They're still, they're still homies. They're still the brothers. They're still the sisters, you know. I'm not too sure if the relationships are the same for Wahine, because, you know, I'm not one. But that's how it is for us men. And to put any extra expectations on your friends is kind of unfair. I know I do it all the time when I catch up with them just because I'm in that mindset. But it's been the flying lately that's helped me realize that, especially after our reunion trip, seeing everyone. Um, it was crazy. And a lot of them outlived the expectations, especially Jerry. Yeah. He's gone from, you know, fold instantly to, I mean, he managed, we seen him in town that night, but we still lost him. He still hasn't changed there, but no, nah, he well exceeded expectations. But I, yeah, I went into that weekend with no expectations and they were well exceeded. Everyone, even to Koirangi, he's normally like not the biggest drinker. And then this guy calls us out for a Sunday sesh and then tries to blame it on me to his auntie who he was supposed to go have dinner with and he's like oh no nah, auntie the bro called a red card i was like boy i didn't call shit that was all you man so yeah that was a good time but that's not always going to be the case you get those special occasions but nine times out of ten if you're in their neck of the woods and you kind of catch them out of the blue they're never always going to be 100 percent keen to hiss all night um but that's that's the reality of things now you know not always are people going to be keen to hiss on every day just because they used to and not everyone wants to relive the uni life or those uni days where they were fucking pissing up hard because it, it takes a toll on you it really does but what you should be grateful for is the fact that they still try whatever you guys used to do at university whether it be you know board games or video games till well past midnight whether it used to be parties whether it used to be study you know catch-ups whatever it was as long as they still are there for you you know you've got some real friends um if you can call them out of the blue and just say hey and they reply with hey man how are you you know you got some real ones because not everyone has that. And if you're one of those friends that have been, oh, I should reach out, I should catch up, I should see how they're doing, then fucking do it. Stop saying I should, I would, I will, I've, I did, you know? Because one day they're not going to be here. And we can't expect them to be here every day. It's just not the reality of life. And that's why this is so important making sure that you give your friends their flowers while they're here. And I try and make sure every time I have a guest on that I really let them know that I appreciate them as a person and as a friend uh, for first and foremost, just being a friend, but secondly, for supporting the dreams of a dumb idiot that they, <laughs> they, they know is a dumb idiot from time to time. You know, I'm definitely not the smartest in the group. Definitely not the, the most well put together in the group either but i'm reliable sometimes <laughs> sometimes i'm reliable but i am appreciative of all my friends out there no matter where you guys are in the world no matter how long it's been i'm super appreciative of you guys thankful to have everyone in my life and in my corner and supporting me and my 99 dreams uh, and i also noticed 
that in episode one when i told you guys you can get to know me a little bit and that wasn't always episode i thought but what i didn't do was i didn't put a dream in the dream jar so i dream box you know it's a shoe box now um with the tray young always remember when they doubted you that's what the box says always remember when they doubted you um and i think that's perfect for the dream the dream jar the dream box so i thought let's let, let's put another one in let's put one in that we've actually put some thought into i know i'll put in a couple from other episodes but let's actually do one where i put some thought into it and am i pink or no mine are the orange this one this is one of my next dreams is to um hopefully inspire other people to chase their dreams because everyone that comes onto the show is helping me achieve my dream so hopefully someone in one of these episodes says something that resonates with you and you're like man i i really fuck with that so i hope to somehow some way inspire others to chase their dream their dreams my handwriting is terrible maybe one day i'll work on that <laughs> and why do i want that because in life success isn't about how much money you can make or how much profit you can make or how much i can sell a business for it's about the impact on other people you know if i can make positive impact on other people's lives by just existing then that's what success means to me and that's why that dream is so important to me and yes of course i still want to own a mclaren because why not you know no point having i don't know how much do they cost like six hundred thousand dollars if you can't spend it so that's why i want to spend it and then another question i always ask uh my guests when they come on the show this is going to be a shorter episode mine always are because i don't i don't have to talk as much until well i got no one asking me questions that's why i don't say so much but anyway what would i tell younger me let's go with 19 year old me where was i who knows i think i was in between going to universe no going to nzis and still being at home and the advice i would give him is to not stop learning keep learning don't try alter anything don't try force things control what you can control let everything else flow because when you start trying to control what you can't control that's when shit gets messy so just stay in your lane focus on what you can control what you can and let everything else fall into place because life's no fun if you try to control everything if you just let it fall into place you kind of control the factors that you can and whatever the outcome is it is yeah that's what life is about it's about making mistakes learning from that shit becoming a better person 
is just as long as the things you do control don't hurt other people because that's when you fuck up, you know? Everyone's had fuck-ups in their lives. That everyone's worthy of redemption. Everyone's worthy of forgiveness. So it's just about putting your best foot forward and making sure that you aren't a cunt, even though you are. You're an arsehole. We know that, but I still am. Everyone who knows me knows that. I don't hide it. But don't be, like, just an absolute cunt. You can be an arsehole, but don't be a cunt. And I think that's the the passing message today. It's just control what you can control. And with relationships that you've had at university, build genuine relationships, take care of your friends, make sure that your friends take care of you. And don't have such high expectations of them when you guys do finally catch up again after how long. And do catch up. Don't say, yeah, bro, we should catch up. I'll see you again soon. That's us. We'll link up real soon. Fuck, man. We ain't got soon. You know, the world keeps turning. Time keeps ticking. Life keeps draining away. Sounds dark. It sounds morbid, but it's true. So don't leave things unsaid. If you've got people you want to apologize to or people you want to reach out to, reach out to them. And if you want to catch up with your friends again, your old friends, do it. You know? There's like a hundred and something hours in a week. And if you're only working 40 of them, then you've got plenty of time to catch up, whether it just be Zoom, whether it be FaceTime, whether it be on Messenger video call, or whether you drive your ass down there and catch up with them. If they live too far, then fly. If you can't afford it, save. I mean, you're spending money on OnlyFans, you're spending money on coffee, you're spending money on McDonald's. If you saved all of that and you just ate the food at home, you'd have enough money to go and visit these people. So food for thought. Don't waste time. Tell people what they mean to you. Tell people that they inspire you. Tell people that they piss you off. It's okay. That's what life's about, man. And if you don't, it's just going to eat you up inside and then it's got to be too late. Because if the people that piss you off, these are the relationships you can salvage. Because people that piss you off, if you tell them, maybe their attitude and the behavior changes. You can salvage that relationship. It doesn't have to eat at you. You don't have to waste time hating this person or really despising this person. You've got an opportunity to rebuild a new relationship. And sometimes your enemies can be your greatest allies because they know your biggest weaknesses and you know theirs. And you can build each other to be stronger people together, right? <clears throat> so think about that um, but until the next time take care everybody Mori